Hi, I'm David. I'm the Dungeon Master. Hi, I'm Paul. Sherlock Gnomes. This is Rob. Playing Talon. This is Sean. Who plays Thaddeus. And this is Josiah, a.k.a. Azir. I want to thank everyone for listening and give a special shout out to all our Patreons out there. Uh, we have a lot of fun making the show for you all, and the truth is, we'd make it even if no one listened. With that said, your feedback and contributions go a long way towards encouraging us to find even more ways to embarrass ourselves for your entertainment. If you get value out of the show, we ask that you think about giving a little value back. One way you can do that is by donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash roll to hit. If you'd rather get some loot in exchange for your support, check out our store at shop.spreadshirt.com slash the commentist where you can get a roll to hit t-shirt of all things. Of course, if you can't afford to part with even a single copper piece, we totally understand. Everyone can help out by rating us on iTunes or sharing the podcast with your friends and network. Thanks for your consideration. And now the show. This is the last time we're going to be on Roll the Hit. Okay, guys. Boren is moving up his arms as this water begins to create itself, slowly dripping water on the machinery in the back. Sidel's shouting, no, no, no! Suddenly, a white flash emits from this crackling machinery as it's short-circuiting itself with the cracks that Sherlock and Thaddeus have put into it as everything explodes and you all pass out. Everyone give me your character sheets. All of you. All of you wake up in a haze. You have no idea how long you've been out. You look at the carnage around you as you step <laughs> up and you, you instantly see, sit down the corner, Talon. To attack with a melee, simple melee weapon like the, the staff. The quarterstaff? So Talon sees Sidel and goes to hit him with his quarterstaff and reaches behind him and goes, where, where is all my stuff? And then looks up and goes, why is everything so tiny? <laughs> and then feels around. In his confusion, we go and turn to Azir, who is cranking his back. And then he puts his hands behind to crack his back and came and get his arms behind his back. And going, oh no, did I pull something? Then looks down at these giant green guns he has now. Beefcake. Running all over his body. As we go to Thaddeus, who stands up and slips as his hands are kind of gross and greasy now, like something's affected them. As he stands up and looks around and... Before you know it, all of you have switched bodies with this, this soul machine. Confused for everyone, we see Perrin on the ground and Boren on the ground, knocked out, as the four of you are now in a Mexican standoff on what exactly is going on and who is whom. I'm going to draw an X on my head. <laughs> Red X. <laughs> so, without warning, we see Talon stab Seidel. That's exactly what he would do. Hell yeah. Stabby McStabs. With a corth blade, you see you see Talon go, Come on, come on, governor. Let's get this brute. With a corth blade, Pixel goes, Oh, God, oh feels instantly poisoned. Going, oh, 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 but still makes a swing. Looks down in his rock hard erection. Oh, oh my. Makes a swing at Seidel that we see. 14 to hit. AC. 18. Uh, misses, misses poorly. And then You're always trying to stab me. <laughs> God damn it. So, it is now Izir's turn. Ha uh-huh. ha. 
Wait, Talon tried to somebody who looks like Talon. Yes, just Talon tried to... tried to stab a Sidel. Talon looked very looked very unnerved by the fact that when he picked up the Korth blade, he felt poisoned. Yeah. What's in my hands right now? He's okay. holding a great sword. All right, I'm gonna be like that son of a bitch, Talon. Always <laughs> stabbing people. <laughs> Stabbed me in the back. Uh, oh yeah, I did stab. You. <laughs> it doesn't matter which one I am. I'm pretty sure you stabbed me. I never stabbed you. Azir or Thaddeus? You stabbed us both. I never stabbed Azir. No? Are you sure? That's probably because I was too no, fast. No, Sherlock stabbed you back in the <laughs> castle in the beginning. <laughs> yes, I'm still stab Sherlock in that dream <laughs> sequence with a spear or something. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think uh, I think I think I know what's going on here. And I'm going to do uh, a non-lethal attack against uh, Talon. Why? Against the person who looks like Talon. <laughs> He's attacking Sidel. Yeah, well. That's still the mission. I think I know what's going on with my wisdom of... Oh, actually, I still have my wisdom. Well, that's what I'm doing. I'm just going to chop everybody to bits because right, I'm so a tank. We see Thaddeus leering in on Talon with his greatsword. 23 to hit? Yes, smashes down, easily hits Talon. What the hell, man? <laughs> Fuck, you're a beast. 14, 13 damage. Now I'm going to attack Sidel. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be sure. Uh, that one, not <clears throat> as good. Uh, 13? It is a miss. So we see Thaddeus trying to chop away at Talon, who's now cowering. You see him... We're dressed with his hands, trying to figure out what to do with his hands. Like, snapping almost. Uh, as we, we move to Sherlock, it is now Sherlock's action to move. All right. I, Sherlock stands up and says, I, I feel so chaotic! And, and runs, at, and runs at, at Talon. Okay. Runs at Talon and does a sick jumping kick towards him. All right. Um, uh, 20. That's a hit. 10 damage. Uh, yeah, 10 damage. All right. Sherlock is going to attack him again <laughs> with a sick palm to the face for 19. That's a hit. Uh, 11 damage. All right. You see Talon fall down in front of you. Knocked out. I'm going to attack him again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I've never felt so powerful in my life. <laughs> I jump really high. And I'm like, this is higher than I've ever been in my life. <laughs> Talon's body is knocked out. As we go to Thaddeus. Uh, so, one question. <laughs> um, they're, like, obviously using this, but what can I actually do? Oh, I don't know. You, do you want to start pressing buttons? On yeah. This machine? Mm -hmm. I, I hit all, all, all the buttons. All right, so, Except for the one that says do not press. The red one. All right, so, so go ahead and start typing on this machine with your fingers. And then fire it off. <laughs> What's it say? 69. All right, so we see, we, say, we see Seidel just pressing his hands and then without knowing just flicks off. And then before anyone knows what's, what's going on, this entire area that, that they've just been in translates into this, this disgusting swamp. They're all around. There's this grassy meadow. There's the weird slope. Uh, you're basically in the middle of a swamp. You, you see Talon's body kind of dissolving underneath the, the disgusting swamp as it's floating down. Okay, I want to do, do that anymore. <laughs> uh, so yes, now we go to Talon's turn. So is Talon's body, the body of Talon, is drowning, sinking? <laughs> yes, Talon's body almost immediately disappeared in the swamp. The swamp like was a uh, like you know three feet high of mud, and Talon was lying on the ground. Oh, how, already. How far away is it? You got two inches. <laughs> 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 I 
Can I move? Yes. You take one step and you are completely uninhibited by the swamp entirely. Your feet are going right through the swamp. So it's like an illusion kind of? You can investigate uh, if you How does like. this work? I can shoot twice? Yeah. And move? Yeah. All right. So I'm going to run to my Talon's body. The sinking body? Okay. As Sherlock and yell, grab my body, you bastards, while shooting at Thaddeus and... Uh, Azir? Azir. Okay. You fucking knocked me. you shooting my body. You're hitting me. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll. I, I only have two bullets. So you shoot at Thaddeus' <laughs> no, body. Thaddeus' okay. body. So Thaddeus' body. I saw, what okay. I witnessed was okay. Thaddeus' body slashing at me. And then... Not slashing, slapping. It was no. non-lethal. And then I hit you with the pommel of I the... I kicked him by And then Azir's body beating the shit out of me. Well, yeah, that happens sometimes. Uh, what am I adding? Plus six? Uh... Yeah. It's just like back in monk school, eh? <laughs> 22. <laughs> That's a hit. Six damage. 18 to hit Azir. Yep. For seven damage. All right. And I'm going to my body. He's running. He's pushing the fake swamp away. Going, <laughs> no talent. You're the only one I ever loved. <laughs> Racing towards it as we go to Azir, who's just been shot. I'm going to pick up. Talon and just grapple the shit out of him. All right, so uh, make a bear hug. Uh, what do I have to roll? Just strength, athletics, versus your athletics or acrobatics. Fifteen. Thirteen. Yeah. So Sherlock slips away from Thaddeus's grip as we go to Sherlock. I'm going to go over to the body of Talon. You're I'm... gonna have to search for it. Oh really? Yeah. You don't need to dig through it, but you need to basically feel around for it. It's hidden in this swamp. Okay. So Can to I... make your investigation check, which should be unchanged because it's still you. Seven. Right now you cannot find his body. You, you feel so out of it. You're like, no, this is not how it work. I like to be close to the ground, all right? Like, <laughs> only area. This is weird. I, I regret ever wanting to be tall. <laughs> all right, and I'm not just going to yell, tall. guys, stop. Cut it out. This is this is Seidel. Let's just tie him up and figure out how to get our bodies back. All right, it is Thaddeus' mind's turn. He still has his machine. <clears throat> so I momentarily think about how much I could sell this machine for in great working condition. And then I say... Press the wrong button. <laughs> no, this can only be used for evil. So I try and I attempt to like pull the machine off my arms <laughs> and throw it into the swamp. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is there a thing for that or... Yeah, so I just take to, it you off. You have to figure out how to take it off. So make an intelligence check to try to take off your okay. figure. Wow. Huh. Ooh. Ooh. Well, ni- 19. Uh, so you start taking it off. I mean, first you need to take off the robe. So first you take off this robe. You start detaching the locks. Does he do it sexily? <laughs> it's no. very awkward. As we go to Talon's turn. Uh, nobody's recovered the body yet, right? No. Not yet, no. So I'm going to look for the body. Okay. Investigation check. Don't care. 19. Sherlock, the real detective, while searching around, it is true how nice it is to be that low to the ground, even use the magnifying glass, uh, does find a shoe that connects to a body that you can probably guess is Talon's body. And as Sherlock goes and touches it, you hear some more sparks flying and some more uh, ominous gears churning and this clicking sound. And I'll be turn around to see the same explosion happen behind you. You like character sheets. Oh, God. <laughs> It's so confusing. <laughs> Seidel with Talon's body in my boots. <laughs> when you come to, the swamp is gone. You're, just, you're back in this little gray area. All of you are rolling around. You see the ring in the middle of the uh, area, the ring that Sherlock had. 
is now cracked completely in a million pieces. You see the last of the wisp move away. I quickly like press my hands, <laughs> but there's no buttons there. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> I got my boots back. Wait, who went last? <laughs> what do I have to do to get chaotic magic going? Roll a one. Yes, I'm going to roll a one. Give me that black die you were rolling. <laughs> Wait, who are you, you tagging? It doesn't matter. I'm just trying You're to just get shooting shit into the air. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna. Um... He's playing Talon. Everything goes on fire. Pretty much. Oh, you're role playing me very well. Uh, gun, gun. Oh god. Oh, no. Ooh, lantern of revealing. I'm going to open up the lantern of revealing. All right. And look directly into it because it doesn't hurt my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I I use the Lantern of Revealing. All right, so as soon as Talon opens up this lantern, you hear Azir cry out, Oh, oh, oh my eyes! Oh, God, what the hell? You you, you guys keep fighting. I, I, I'm going to go check out the machine over here. It's Sherlock's mind's turn. What did he, he looks down and he does see a bunch of cool what did, stuff. What did Azir say? <laughs> He's going to check out the machine. I say, Azir. you stop, sir. Hundred ninety nine. Yes. I'm gonna at, at his ear. Yeah, his ear. As he goes, stop right there, criminal scum. <laughs> and out from the hands come these this thorn whip that whips all around and shoots at his ear's body. Yeah. Uh, roll the d twenty and add nine to it. Fifteen. So Azir, hearing Sherlock's Yahoo cry as he was uh, lassoing his th thorn whip over his head, uses his usual plus five dexterity and unarmed defense, unarmored defense, uh, to dodge the thorny vine entirely, as he does a somersault right up to the machine, who and starts plugging away at the machine. And it is now Thaddeus' mind's turn. Got throwing stars? <gasps> yeah, this that screen? Uh... Why haven't you been using that <laughs> all the time? Um. I thought they'd run out. God, you have so many things. <laughs> they get out of breath. <laughs> you do you still have crossbow bolts? I have. Did you fire crossbow bolts? Deuce. You you did fire two. Yep. So <laughs> two I have, bolts. I have, zero. I have the one special bolt. <laughs> Is that the one that shoots you at them? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fuck it. Um, and none of us are near Azir's body, so I don't get sneak attack or whatever. Correct. Okay. So. Nice. Uh, 21 to hit. That's a hit? Uh, nice. 8 You're using damage. the funniest? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so nice is Azir's going to try to catch it. <laughs> oh, God. I forgot about that. <laughs> so Azir readies with his plus 10. Azir readies for it. As we see as we see Sherlock go zooming towards Azir's body. <laughs> Azir just uh, picks him up and just hammer throws him. And throws him directly at Talon's body. No, do it at Sidell, because then I can catch him. <laughs> no sense. He, he wouldn't be that dumb. Goes and tries to launch it at Talon's body. 13 to hit. That's a miss. So it misses, so instead That's Sherlock just step. goes flying into the wall and crashes down. <laughs> Did he take damage? No. Okay. Talon's body's turn. How far away am I from? Uh, you're all blown apart, so you're 30 feet away from him. Okay. I'm going to go 30 feet towards the machines so, so I can try to stop him. Okay. But on the way, I'm going to go, oh, I wonder how this feels, and I would just want to use lay on hands on myself. <laughs> <laughs> just to see what it's like. Okay. Go in and subtract one from his <laughs> reservoir. <laughs> from his from his plated armor, you're just here. Ding! <laughs> <laughs> That's not anything. Alright, so 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 Talon's now up against the uh, the mechanics as we go to Azir's mind's turn. 
Um, yeah, I'm gonna uh, run at uh, Azir. Azir's body, okay. Azir's body, and I'm going to use a quarter staff. Uh, twenty-four. That's a hit. Uh, eight damage. Okay. And I say, back away from the machine. And then you do have martial arts, right? Yep. And then I kick the machine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you show that machine. Yeah, twenty-two to kick the machine. All right, you go and kick it. Yeah. And it starts to rumble. Oh, you Fonzie did. <laughs> and you see his ears, body is going, what do you think I'm trying to accomplish here? As another explosion erupts and knocks you all out again. Yes. Dang it. I was about to, my next move was going to be to take off the things and give it to Sherlock's body. <laughs> all right, as you all come to again, all of you are standing around. You see no one standing at the machine. We start with Sherlock's turn. I'm going to... Look around. Does anyone look suspicious? <laughs> I'm going to go over to the machine and just like ready. I'm going to ready in action. I'm going to say, this is Sherlock. Don't attack me. And I'm going to ready in action and say, everyone stay away from the machine. And I'm going to ready an attack on the condition that someone steps towards the machine. Okay. With my great sword. All right. Thaddeus is mine. Wait, your attack is on the machine or no, no, no. on, on the, the person. person? On the person, if they get close to the machine. I look at Sherlock and I say, Sherlock, is everything on the train on the train a dream or not? Town's mind. <laughs> I look down at myself and I go, "You're old, brother." <laughs> <laughs> I would like to throw a dart <laughs> at who? The machine. Okay. Oh God. Eighteen. All right, that's a hit. I attack the dart. Six damage. You can hear it click around in there, and uh, you you brace for an explosion, but nothing happens. It's now uh, Izir's mind. Everybody sees Seidel running towards the machine, yelling, (laughs) cut off my hands. And it triggers Thaddeus's Sherlock's attack. Mm Mm-hmm. And I cut off those balls. Wait, so did, did... Did he kick off the robes last time? Yeah. Okay, so what's the new armor class? Uh, it's now it's, it's now 12. You know what to do. I know what to do. <laughs> Great sword. <Okay. laughs> what happens? Wait, wait, actually. No, no, yeah, yeah. So, so that hits because it's wow. plus 7. That's plus 7? It's 12 and it matches you. Right? Well, okay, oh, yeah. well, yeah. you said AC 12, yeah. right? <clears throat> All right. Wow. Thaddeus reaches up his greatsword to chop off Seidel's hands when that dart... That Azir threw in there, begins clicking, and while most of you are watching Seidel about to lose his hands, Talon's a bit squeamish and has his head turned and sees the entire contraption erupt when a couple wires from the now exposed machine begin sparking around the metal dart, which acts as a conductor and begins feeding random electric signals into the wires, and all of you hear new sort of clicking, and you see a massive explosion again, as you all feel not the soul-wrenching thing, you feel your body's moving back and forth and, 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 and something is wrong entirely. This is not the same man as before as you see flickering in and out as Thaddeus's final blow lands as we cut to Azir's hands suddenly in focus as Azir's left hand is chopped clean off. 
What's up, Critters? This is Rob, a.k.a. Talon. So glad to hear that you're enjoying this season of Roll the Hit. We really appreciate all the love and the positive feedback that we've gotten from you. We'll be going to Gen Con later this year, so if you plan on going, shoot us a message and let us know. We'd love to meet you and hang out and possibly even play a session with you. I'm sure you've heard us talking about the live streams we do of D&D Adventurers League with the talented GM Tim. We recently started the newest season, which centers around the Curse of Strahd. Be sure to catch the whole session and join us in future sessions by searching for the commentist on youtube to get updates on when you can tune into our next live show make sure to subscribe once again thank you so much for listening and now back to the show <laughs> oh. <laughs> no jamie lannister style spoiler alert <laughs> from three years ago <laughs> oh boy that's uh daddy's what have you done <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> oh, oh boy! Everybody, hold out their hands! <laughs> oh, jeez! Here, you can have the ring for mage hand. You don't need another hand. <laughs> have a bony hand. <laughs> oh, jeez! As all of you are in shock, suddenly these locusts start incoming. As you clearly see Sidel's body running away, as these locusts begin this filling in this sphere around you, they're going landing you, they're biting at you, they're filling the, the entire area. As Sidel is running off from behind the machine, God, everyone make a Constitution saving throw. That's not the D twenty. Our <laughs> current Constitution. Yeah, which, and I rolled yeah. a one. I rolled a one. <laughs> 13. 7. 3. 3. So all of you are going to be eaten by these locusts as they begin devouring you guys for 15 damage. Is the hand like like a, like flopping around like a dead fish? No, the locusts are actually eating it right now. They're, they're all on it, chewing away at it. Put it in some cold milk. Oh. <laughs> cold it's milk. not a tooth. Sherlock's mind. Yeah, it's your turn. He's at the. He's at the. Yeah, he's at the machine. He has the great sword in it, and on the other side, there's a, a normal sword, um, the same type of sword that Talon tripped over when he was walking in. He has a whole bunch of these swords. How cracked do the things look? Uh, pretty, pr- pretty cracked, but he's apparently going for it. He's fervently pushing at the buttons, doing the knobs, twisting them. Maybe he got the wrong sword. The real sword's made out of wood, and he got the one that was all diamond speckled. I am going. going. <laughs> Indiana Jones. I'm going to third, third level scorching ray the the uh, glass. Oh. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. Second level yeah, yeah. within range. You can hurl them at one target of several. So I'm going to hurl them at all one of the tanks that looks for where they were stored. Uh, uh, 26, 22, 22, and 18. All right. All three of those hit the machine. That is Warhammer. Yeah, seriously. No. Oh. <laughs> 15, 16. Jesus Christ. That's terrible. <laughs> After three great rolls on the D20. It's almost half. Yeah. 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 Where's that whistle? <laughs> Blow my whistle. Okay. Uh, so the, the machine is being hit. Seidel's uh, wincing as each hit crashes down upon him. The glass is cracking. He's still, he's moving dials down. He's knocking dust off the machine. He's banging on it. He's literally short-circuiting it himself, trying to get it together. The machine, which has been wheezing and clunking and spittering buzzes, begins whirring at a more normal rate. It begins making similar hums to the first time you ever saw it back into Stronghold when it killed that girl outright. As Sidel continues to plug away at it, we go to Thaddeus' mind's turn. Let's see, so Dang I have bolts. no bolts. So you have daggers. daggers. And troll fist hammer, really. 
Okay, I'm gonna go up to, I guess, the machine and hit the machine with, which is stronger? Is, is your, are your dagger stronger? But I guess, I don't know if the troll fist hammer would do different damage. I tried bludgeoning? it one time. Maybe, yeah, maybe bludgeoning does better against glass than piercing. So it's uh, 1d4 minus 1? <laughs> it sucks. 1d4 minus 1. I keep it around one. because I really want to know what it does. <laughs> 1d4 plus 3. Okay, well it's then. One shot troll kill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's got. It's just, so I'm going to stab directly in the crack. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> with the deck. Uh, 16 to hit. It just goes in there and makes it more powerful because it adds a d dagger to the. <laughs> okay, you go and stab it in there, and Sido looks at you and then rubs his eyes. As you see, Rowing's eyes is actually clicking furiously with one hand. More clicks than you you've ever seen before because he's been saving this oh, one no. for a while. 199. <laughs> <laughs> Finishes it and just puts his hand on Sherlock's head oh, as Sherlock disappears before you. What? Oh. Blinks away. What? As he's continuing to smash away to now. Sorry, maybe? I'm just hanging out in like the the, the dark uh, under, what's it called? Like uh, Underdark? Oh, the Underdark. Just, oh, yeah. Like, oh. Maybe you're in that cabin there. You just go in that door. <laughs> Did he get the stab off? Yeah, the blade is currently in there. It's Talon's mind's turn. Uh, so the damage that Talon's body did visibly hit the machine and like made it worse yes all right so i'm going to run up as thaddeus and basically just smash at it with the great sword okay uh 19 to hit that's gonna hit 11 damage so as thaddeus takes his great sword there are now too many weapons in this machine for it to matter as Sido looks at all of you and just goes i was trying to achieve greatness what's what's wrong with all of you is it so bad to be great do you all fear it that much do you all fear the prospect of a lowly, unremarkable building a machine that is a testament to power? We live in magical times where something as exceptional as turning invisible or as wonderful as channeling a cipher to weave speech and thought of all living things into comprehensible manners or as humanly impossible as losing the conservation of mass, all of these things created and then dismissed with the literal flick of a wrist. And I recreate that opportunity for all beings to enjoy. And I'm seen as the villain. And the planet explodes. <laughs> <laughs> He's powering the spirit bomb the whole time. <laughs> spirit. Of course, that, that mofo. Um, <laughs> yeah. What is your uh, martial arts... So, like, how many attacks you got? So, Sidel sees that his speech has had no effect on you guys. He can tell you're all still scheming some coordinated attack against him. So, he reaches behind the machine. You see Sidel standing machine. He goes and reaches behind it and pulls out Perrin, who then says, You think this has anything to do? Is this a rescue mission for Perrin? Do you still think this is about stealing Perrin's soul so I can use the Moonblade? What? Why would I steal Perrin's soul for one Moonblade? As he takes out the Korth dagger that he stole from Talon and slices Perrin's own neck and throws him on the ground. When I could just steal the Moonblade soul for thousands of Moonblades. Somebody should have called that dagger back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. With that, you hear like this grinding in him. This, this grinding beneath him as if the scroll he's been that's been in there has never been called before ever. As from... <laughs> around you, you you all take a deep breath and then you can feel this stale air just kind of surround all of you as you're all frozen in place for a second before you learn how to breathe again and you look around and you see the electric 
of the two machines. There's a bolt of of lightning between the two machines, completely stationary. You look around and realize that time has stopped for every single person except for the four of you. Uh, my turn? Yes. So, is my hand completely off? Yes. <laughs> your your, your like hand is, is, is completely off. It is on the ground. The locusts have taken a big chunk of it away. <laughs> um, and you take wound damage. 12 damage. What a bummer. Sorry about that, man. Uh, no, it's cool. I'm going to get like a hook or something. It's going to always do hook damage. Oh, but I can only do 1d6. With, I can't use two-handed weapons. I just do two-handed attack with my quarterstaff. I have to do one-handed attack. Plus hook damage. Um, okay, here goes. Watch me go. So he's just like standing there with his arms crossed? Yes. And we can move at as fast mm-hmm. as him? Yeah. Alright, I'm just gonna Everything do some. Everything else is just stopped. I'm gonna do some crazy attacks. Alright. I'm gonna bleed all over him. <laughs> Alright, here we go. I'm going to do a series of unarmed attacks, except I still have my spiky punch gloves on. Alright. So I'm gonna basically do a one handed spiky punch glove attack. <laughs> okay. E Honda style. <laughs> so the first one, 18 to hit. That's a hit. Second one, 21 to hit. That's a hit. I'm gonna spend a key point. To do two more. Third one, 19 to hit. That's a hit. Whoa. Fourth one, 19 to hit. That's what? a hit. He's rolling a d20, but it's only 18, 19 to hit. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do damage. Damage is gonna be 1d6 plus five plus 1d4. I hit him four times, all four times. Okay. And if you reflex oh, it, then I'm screwed. He reflects your punches? I don't know, we'll find out. <laughs> so it does. Which part? 20 damage, and I take 6 damage. Why do you take 6? Because I'm using spiky punch gloves. What? Don't, what? don't I lose HP? No, I rolled that, though. You lost 13 from that. I thought you I rolled dealt plus... an extra 13 damage to the to the target, but you lost that 13 HP. So I you take see, 13 damage? Yeah, you see Azir just punching, and it's these spikes are just going in. He's, just, he's making ground beef of Seidel's stomach now. And every time he punches, you can see Azir getting weaker, though. Every punch with one hand, you see, like, this geyser of blood splurt out the other one as he's losing his own life. <laughs> as he's just stabbing the everyone crap out of Seidel, who's bleeding from the mouth and has puncture holes in his stomach. He tried to take all four punches like a, a Shaolin monk or something and just remain akimbo, but it's very hard to remain unflappable when you're being punched with life-sucking spiky gloves. After Azir's fourth and final punch, Seidel coughs up a little blood and his knee buckles a little. Time is still frozen. He's somehow kept his concentration through all this, and he wipes his mouth and looks around at all of you. Here we all are, together in our own moment. Time has stopped for this conversation, and it should, because when it starts again, it will be a new era. I look at you, I look at all of you, and I see smart, brave men. Let's stop this battle where we'll both tear each other to shreds, and let's join up together, recruit a unified army, have battalions led by each one of us, all of our soldiers holding a moonblade. Yes, our power will be unquestionable, but more important, our goals unimpeachable. Imagine never having to scrimp and save just for the resources to persuade or convince, just for the opportunity to try to pass some sort of democratic resolution. 
Imagine never having to wait again for injustice to be realized and correction to be implemented. We ourselves will hold the code for what the world will know as integrity. He turns to Talon's body first, uh, currently housing Sherlock, anticipating some response from the, um, the, the most rebellious member of the group. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to attack with quarterstaff. Oh, eight. That's going to be a miss. Do I have to hit to use martial arts? No. Martial arts. 17. Yes. Okay. Yes. Six damage. Six Seidel damage. Okay. <laughs> so you do that, and as you're punching him, you can see the electric kick up again as you think he's losing consciousness, which breaks his concentration, and time stop ends as the machine begins powering up again in the background as we go to... Sherlock! <laughs> yes. Uh, so everyone close the ears except for Sherlock's body, which is not Thaddeus. So he he shifted your plane. So now you're just <laughs> in another place entirely. You aren't sure where you are. Uh, everything, uh, everything is uh, like kind of copper looking and brass looking. The the whole world, it looks not like super uncivilized. Like some someone's clearly done development here. It's not overrun with grass. But you've been sent to another plane, uh, and you aren't quite sure how to get back yet. Oh my god. Uh, do I see any like beings anywhere? No, not right now. Um, in the distance, you can see what looks like a start of a path, which you head down for a couple miles, until, you, uh, until coming across a location sign pointing in four opposite directions that has been vandalized with a lot of words chipped away or scribbled out. Upon close inspection, you see that each post is written in several languages. You look at each post closely, and the characters you are able to make out spell out words and languages you don't even recognize. The only one that is a sliver of common left on it is pointing straight ahead and has the words pits, slag, and slope on it. Gonna go towards that. Okay, it'll be a while until we get there. Okay. 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 And only Talon has remained. It'll be Talon's mind's turn. So the machine is still going? Yeah, the, the machine has started again because time stop has stopped. So time is currently going. So we're back to normal. Yeah. Okay. But the machine is still, like... Yeah, the, the machine is shooting up sparks. The moon blade is still in one of them. A normal longsword is still on the other. Uh, can I keep wailing away at the glass, then? Yeah. Uh, so I'll use the greatsword. Uh, it's 15 to hit. Okay. Uh, so 14 for the first. Wow. Wow. 14 for the second. Four fives. Dang. Okay. So as... As Sadel is getting woozy and realizing you aren't even going to entertain anything he's offering you, Thaddeus finally hits with a greatsword and you see a major crack as the cracking is getting more and more. And before you know it, the whole thing shatters as Sadel goes, no, and reaches out and grabs the moon blade as another, not explosion, just a wave, like a ripple. You can see it starting from his hand as it goes outwards. You can feel your own bodies, your, your organs, like getting shifted inside. The fabric of the universe is being moved around around you as it then all squeezes in. The entire third dimension as you know it is being pinched. You feel an unfightable gravitational pull towards the point in the universe where Seidel's hand has touched the hilt of the moon blade. The rippling feeling you felt is now being seen as different moments in time are layering on top of each other, a deafening vacuum sound starts up or maybe it's been building up this entire time you don't even remember the world doesn't look paused yet nothing has occurred and who knows how long it has been a second or an hour or a year and as, as your own sanity and resolve folds in on itself to match the breaking of logical dimensional continuity 
everything fixes itself for a fraction of a millisecond before instantly flipping into an incomprehensible visual and you all black out. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Oh my! <laughs> He's got the vapors. <laughs> when you when you wake up, it's it's now dark. It's been a, a couple hours. Uh, as far as you can tell, all of you are back to your correct uh, beings now. So where does that leave me? <sighs> I'm Bertrude. Kaka, kaka, attack! Sherlock is like in this void. <laughs> so, hello? Just hello, 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 <laughs> hello, hello. Where am I? That is is is. Well, I guess I guess Thaddeus can tell can yeah. tell you all where Sherlock is. You're all quite injured, actually, from the blast. You're like rolling around. Uh, you are out of combat, as far as you know. Guys, some bad news. Sherlock is in another plane of existence. <laughs> <laughs> all I could recognize at the time was that everything was made out of brass. It, it seemed like somewhat civilized. I wasn't really sure what was around. There was some building with, a, I think, a plume of smoke coming over, and I just decided, hey, let's walk towards there. There were no people around, nothing to see, no obvious way of getting back. And then a giant squid came and <laughs> ripped off his head. <laughs> he, he might be out of this. <laughs> uh, so, with, with your dark vision, you guys can see Despite all odds, because he was bloody beyond belief, you see Seidel leaning over Perrin, cradling his his head in his arms. That doesn't seem like things Seidel would do. Perrin's still dead, right? Like, yeah, Perrin is hella dead. <laughs> uh, <coughs> quick as ear, bleed on him. Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? I got I got three hit points. Bleed. I I stand over uh, Seidel and I point my quarterstaff at his head. And I say, uh, unhand him, you monster. You've done enough. Haven't you done more? Oh. Well. <laughs> Sounds like he's got the moon blade in him. Also, the devil. <laughs> <laughs> he might need some Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. Um, a little help, guys? Anybody? Um... Except for Sherlock, he's not here. Give him a stick. <laughs> I say, uh, Moonblade, is that you? Seidel is rubbing his fingers over the bruised stitches Perrin has on his head. He turns to you. Seidel's eyes are glowing green, completely emerald green. What do you want, Drow? You're not worthy to talk or wield me. Yeah, that'd be weird if I was, like, swinging around a dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, um, you might want to look at your body, which you've never had before, Moonblade. What, what is this around me? As she begins gripping her hands, moving them up and down, pressing the buttons on her hands. Oh, no. She chopped those hands off right quick with my blunt quarterstaff. <laughs> and my bloody stump. <laughs> As pressing them, all of a sudden, out of her hand, it begins, like, icicling and freezing, and then... Out pops this huge, this globe of cold energy that begins, like, sucking in all the heat around you. You guys begin getting really, really cold before Seidel throws the globe itself away as it begins rolling down a hill. You see it leaving this frosty trail as it rolls down this hill. I, I say, uh, Moonblade, you've been transported. Your essence has been transported into the body of a man who attempted to control you and duplicate you. Um, I've existed before in many forms. 
<laughs> what I propose is that we take you to um, the Temple of the Golden Dragon for rehabilitation <laughs> in your new form. I realize you've had many, but apparently you've never been in a Sidel before. <laughs> also, in a Sidel. <laughs> Also, we might want to uh, take those mechanisms off you before you hurt somebody. What is this, this one? As you see her pressing, calculatedly pressing the buttons on his fingers, and then goes and just reaches out and says, She's babbling, but as you cautiously listen to the babbling, it's more like the muttering of someone speaking out loud while skimming over a document. It, uh... It, it kind of sounds like the gibbering mouthers, but not insanity-inducing. <laughs> and as there's a crescendo in this drivel, he stops and then whispers a single word. As you see parent son kind of get woozy and kind of wake up Legit. and look around and shake his head off and wonder what exactly happened. And then see Sidel and start freaking out that Sidel is now over his body again. Moonblade begins speaking in this soft voice, instantly causing Perrin to come at ease as he can hear the Moonblade's voice in Sidel clear as day. Well, my work here is finished. <laughs> uh, maybe, Moonblade, you could punch on those glove things and uh, find me a new hand? <laughs> or an awesome hook? Or a Sherlock. Or Sherlock. That was third on my list, don't yeah. worry. <laughs> Do we all have a wish? No. No? Uh, yeah, Moonblade. So I'm about to bleed out. And uh, before I do that, I'd really like to see my friend Sherlock again. You see the Moonblade, again, the eyes are this emerald green, looking around. You can, it's as if she's looking in different directions. The Moonblade looks forward, but can see inside, and then presses the same buttons, intuitively can figure out the configuration of this machine. As you see, popping back in resistance is Sherlock, who's wearing a detective's hat made of brass. <laughs> Sherlock. And I'm like, it's been 25 years. <laughs> you eventually made your way to the city of the brass where you became one of the most world-renowned detectives. <laughs> Established the new doves. It's, it's been but a couple minutes here, but... <laughs> you, you, you have your own adventure. You were 25 years older. All right. I am 124. And <laughs> plus one in your investigation skills. Nice. Heraclesly, oh. you have gained and lost none of your gear. <laughs> I never thought to pick up any bolts in that 25 years. <laughs> Brass bolts. <laughs> they never worked. You leave behind a wife and seven children. <laughs> All the little Sherlocks. The plot twist that after the credits is going to be, you're going to figure out that Sherlock's mind is actually Bertrude now. <laughs> She's been playing it all. Bertrude did a great job as the detective. Yeah. <laughs> Sherlock, why do you keep pecking at everything? <laughs> like to recall my blade. So uh, Talon goes and gets his blade back and then looks to the moon blade to show how cool his blade is. But both of them are gone. Pair and the moon blade are gone. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Just like my hand. <laughs> Around you is just a sea of rubble, frankly. Uh, a lot of burnt stuff. You see the remnants of Seidel's robe that has been burned away. You can see some metal in it. Sirens coming over the horizon. <laughs> and other than that, there's just a big... Uh, the blades that were once there have, have been fused together. They're all destroyed. Into a chair? Into a throne? <laughs> <laughs> into, into like a little armchair. <laughs> so yeah, so all the stuff that, that Seidel had worked around, it's, it's all in pieces. 
all the weapons are destroyed. There is there's one more actual blade like in front of you where the one that was in the machine itself. I'm gonna take that and shove it into my bloody stump. Moonblade arm! Moonblade hand! Yeah, uh, Azir is losing blood. Uh, yeah. Pr- pretty fast. Uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, I don't know. What should we do? <laughs> Maybe lay on yeah. hands. Uh, additionally, hand. in the in the charred remains is Boren's body, who is who's, who's been completely who's been c- completely burned up. Oh, nice. Nobody asked Moonblade for for Boren back. <laughs> what about you, Talon? You just you're okay with Boren dying? Finish the job that your father started. <laughs> You must have had a reason. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Can I get healed? So, um, yeah, I go to um, shake Azir's non-existent hand and thus yeah. heal him for, I don't know, seven. Seven? And this, I restore his arm. Talon, going to want to cauterize that, that wound? <laughs> yeah, here's the one time you can burn oh, me with that. A whole new meaning to burning hands. <laughs> uh, sorry, I got some blood on there. So through a series of events, uh, mostly caused by Bourne, by the way, he was going to cause the initial destruction that blew up himself up. Uh, you apparently have stopped Seidel from taking over the world, or at least what he wanted to do, create an army of Moonblades. It was never about you, it was never about Perrin, it was never about Hatterai. It was always about getting those Moonblade clones, which only Perrin could, could control in the first place. Uh, Seidel had no powers at all. Even controlling Perrin was uh, a lobotomy job. He was just an artificer at his core. A genius at heart, but just a madman. This is an intervention for you, Paul, because this is how we feel about you. A genius at heart, but just a madman. This entire campaign was just about that. Well, I got that guy that I lobotomized in the back. I don't know if that's what you're referring to, but... <laughs> so, yeah, you are all standing around, uh, typical, not quite sure what to do. You're heroes. No one will know you are. Where's Shuffles? Who knows? No. No. He probably ran off a while got ago. Got hit by that giant ball of ice. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't right. feel great. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I feel like we killed a lot of people on the way. What about Eximistic? All right, Sherlock goes and takes the map from uh, Boren's pocket, which has uh, that land that Zargilla invited you to, that Boren is from, if you want to take the body back or just visit the land. It's a place that you know you at least have a home down south in the mining village. Let's do it. Take them mining. Yeah. Yeah, you're doing more than just mining gold. <laughs> Zargila. <laughs> Who's Zargila? <laughs> that was the uh, other dwarf that saved his Oh, life. I thought that was the, his water, water wife. No, no. no, no. Uh, his salt wife? <laughs> hold on, hold on. And for some reason, I have written down fortune talking to a bush. Yeah, that was your oh, fortune. Yeah, fortune, fortune, fortune from the, the car. When did I talk to a bush? No, no, no. It was the thing that got printed out from the fortune teller uh, machine. It was just a picture. Oh, so that's yeah. yet to come. That's the future. So you guys are heading down south to Malakund, which is where Zargila and the artist formerly known as Grunt were from. <laughs> oh, so we, we took the robe? I got them. What are they? Metal robes? Yeah, there's some sort of weird material. You can do a... Uh, a do a... Uh, do a uh, I don't know. I feel like they're mithril adamantium. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just do a raw intelligence check on them, I guess. Oh, To figure hello. out... Tw- uh, 19. So with the, with the burned away material and with Sherlock's 25 years of experience... <laughs> A press. 
I'm pretty sure these are brass. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only metal I've been aware of for the last 25 years. So it is. It's pretty burned up now. So there's no guarantee it works anymore. But it is glamoured, Efridi, mithril, adamantium studded leather armor. That's sick shit. Is that light armor? <laughs> you, can't, you can't wear it. Uh, yes, it is. It is? Because uh, mithril makes it light. It's very lo- very big on you, though. So you eventually make it to Nalakund, getting into a few skirmishes along the way with the wildlife, but nothing scares you now, now that you've taken down Seidel. Uh, coming to the, the gates of Nalakund, there is a there are two dwarves sitting outside with spears, kind of guarding the entranceway. You guys were taking Boren back with you? Yes. Yep. We stuck him in a barrel. <laughs> uh, so you are you are at the gates with a dead born on your hands. Uh, yeah, I I want to s- announce us ourselves and say we we bring Boren back to uh, to his friend. Um, this was our our comrade Boren. He bravely sacrificed his life to save ours and allow us to heroically defeat uh, the evil Sidel. The mad side down. More than I know about every dwarf in here. I've never seen this one before. Well, uh, he's he was friends with um, what's the guy's name? Hydrangea. No. Zargeeling. Zargeeling. What? Is this Grant? Yeah. Oh, Zargeeling's gonna be. Oh no. Yeah. And and tell him Talon, Talon's here to to drink some to drink some drink. All right, you have one day left. It was an eight-day journey. <laughs> uh, so you show up. Uh, there's a there's a tavern. There's a tavern in the distance. Um, everything is kind of short because it's all for dwarves. You guys are the tallest guys there, except for except for Sherlock. <laughs> Finally, I grew one inch though in those twenty five years. Grew his beard back. So there is an inn that appears to be and tavern that appears to be lively. Yeah, let's uh, check out the tavern. Can I challenge somebody to a drinking contest? Yeah, so go uh, make a uh, make a deception check to try to convince all the people to challenge you. Twelve. Talon's off in his drinking contest. Uh, did we leave the body with the guards at the gate? I don't know or? what to do with it. Did you just bring a body into an inn? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's. Somebody should try to find his dwarf friend. Yeah. I'll try to find the girlfriend. Tell him, tell him, Grunt is um, <clears throat> is back. No, that's gonna make him seem like he's alive. <laughs> well, Grunt's body is back. Oi, hey, did someone say Grunt? It says the bartender shouting at all of you. I'm outside. You guys handle it. He just have talent. He's just chugging beers <laughs> with all the dwarves. He died a, a heroic and brave death, saving our asses and your asses too. Uh, yeah, you, got, you guys are going to have to talk to Zajila yourself. Uh, let me put you up in a room for the time being. What do we do with the body? <laughs> uh, it's outside. Why don't you keep it there for the time being? Uh, so he goes and shows you. It's kind of like a... It's not an inn. It's like a motel, actually. Each one has like their own like set little house. So he goes and takes uh, Thaddeus and Sherlock to it. Um, unless you want to bring unless you want to bring along the body to the house versus just keeping it in the middle of the city streets, which is probably <laughs> yeah. still weird. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we'll bring it to the house. I don't know if it needs to be inside the house. But. So, so Talon, <laughs> you, you guys... It's, it's an outside body. <laughs> it's been dead for, what, eight days of crap? You guys are all in, inside uh, decompressing, Bourne's decomposing, and Talon, <laughs> Talon shows up with, with 30 gold pieces that he won, hustling people at the drinking contest. Nice. 
and also 30 pounds heavier from drinking <laughs> 10,000 calories worth of beer. They were light. <laughs> so you guys are all uh, inside when you hear a knock on the door. Uh, Who is it? <laughs> Room service? Housekeeping? <laughs> I open the door. So uh, Thaddeus opens the door, already looking down so we can see Zargila. Instead, there's a woman uh, holding a baby, looking at all you guys, and she says, uh, you, uh, you uh, Thaddeus, Sherlock, uh, Talon, and Azir? No, Azir, Talon, <laughs> The last oh. time somebody already knew who we, are, we were, we had to kill them, so <laughs> just saying. Uh, yeah, been looking for you guys for quite a while. Like more than eight days? Because I feel like we didn't do it much. <laughs> no, no. We've, uh, we, we've been here for a while, waiting for you to show up. We met up with uh, Zargila, who seemed to have a very uh, clear memory of the four of you. You aren't easy to forget. Um, so you guys adventurers, right? Yeah, yes. Uh -huh. Yes, we are. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, it's, I'm pretty sure it's... Uh, Stop uh, shaking that Zier, you, uh, <laughs> Zier, you're missing a, a, a sister, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. This, this is really awkward. Can you just go? Can you just say something, please? No, I was going to say. Can you, can you just do it? No, you're saying. No, it's so mean. <sighs> Zier, you're missing your sister. Do you need a hand finding her? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Alfred? <laughs> <laughs> Shaking the baby, the baby's cloth falls off to reveal a tiny mini tiefling as descending from the roof down, falling as a red caped individual. He just turns around to all of you, says, Drow, that's what I call music. Volume two. Critters, this is David. I've been the DM for this entire campaign. If you've made it this far, it means you've listened to my entire goddamn story, even the part where I was trying to piss off everyone by stranding them in the desert. When we started recording our sessions a year ago, over a year ago, I assumed it would be for our own group's amusement only. I never believed I would be at a point where I'm getting this opportunity to share our weekly sessions with you, and I thank you so much for being a fan. We're gonna be recording a debrief show soon where I'm gonna try to answer any outstanding questions our group had, and I would love to answer any questions you have about the campaign or my style of damning in general, you can leave them in the comments on the podcast page by visiting the website rolltohit.audio. Me, Paul, Josiah, and Rob, a.k.a. Alfred, Sherlock, Azir, and Talon, are going to be at Gen Con 2016 on Friday and Saturday. You'll be able to spot everyone because they'll be wearing Roll the Hit t-shirts. That is except for me. If you want to flag me down, keep your eye out for a bearded guy in Batman t-shirts decked out in Roll the Hit stickers. We'd all love to say hi. Again, from the sincerest part of me, thank you for listening and stay subscribed. We'll be starting Season 3 this fall. This is Paul from Roll to Hit, also known as Sherlock Gnomes. Uh, you can check out a lot of other great podcasts at thecommentist.com. That's the podcast network that Roll to Hit is a part of. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. You can find all of our podcasts. So, uh, yeah, please check those out. And uh, thank you. Make sure to subscribe and leave us a comment. And I love you. I'd really like to see my friend Sherlock again. All right, and she sends you all to the city of the press. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred's there like, what the hell are you guys doing here? <laughs> you believe this? I met this Moonblade, pissed her off. She sent me here. <laughs>